Good morning, everyone. It's Easter Day, and I want us to talk today about this wonderful day. A few months ago, I was presented with a a terrible bill. Actually, it wasn't a terrible bill in many ways. It wasn't, wasn't that much money, but it was a considerable amount that I owed, apparently. Anyway... I got several phone calls, letters demanding my payment of this and I reasoned with the people that were contacting me and so on but basically they insisted that I owed the money and I knew I didn't. But anyway, eventually one day I got a letter and that letter said that my payment was no longer due. I can tell you, the worry, the concern, the anxiety that I had over those few months was completely removed. And this Easter day is the day when all Christians can rejoice, perhaps more than any other day. Why? Because it's the day when not only the stone was rolled away from the empty tomb, but when the guilt of my sins was rolled away. It's the day the Lord Jesus rose again, proving that his sacrifice for sin was accepted. God's judgment on sin had been fully executed and the ransom price for my soul's liberation had been fully paid. So I want to read Romans chapter 4, just a part of that section at the very end of that chapter. Speaking about righteousness. Righteousness shall be reckoned, says Paul the writer, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered because of our offences and was raised again because of our justification. The Apostle had been speaking here in his letter to the Romans about our sinful condition before God and how God had provided justification for those who believe. He reasoned in the first three chapters that whether Jews or Gentiles, there is no difference, he said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But then he proceeds to tell us that God has provided a way whereby those who recognise and acknowledge their sinful condition by nature and accept by faith God's salvation, they are made righteous in God's sight. So we find this word justification being used, particularly from the middle of chapter 3 and to the end of chapter 5. The word justification means to be made or accounted or reckoned righteous. Someone has said that to be justified means to be just as if I'd never sinned. Well, that would be innocence. And that could never be true of any of us, and certainly not of me. We are those who practice sin because we were born sinners. And Scripture confirms that there is none righteous. No, not one. However, the word justified means something infinitely greater than innocence. It means that the righteousness of God is reckoned to my account and I stand clear and free from every charge of sin. How and why? 
Well, the scripture goes on to say, God commends his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. There's a verse of my favourite hymn that goes like this. Because my sinless Saviour died, my sinful soul is counted free. For God, the just, is satisfied to look on Christ and pardon me. However can that be? How can a just, righteous God reckon a sinner like me to be righteous in his sight? Well, chapter 3 says this, God declares at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him who believes in Jesus. It would seem an impossibility, wouldn't it, that God's righteousness could be maintained and my guilty soul accounted righteous before him. However can that be? Well, chapter 3 tells me it's all because of God's grace. Being justified, says the scripture, freely by his grace. Grace, as you know, is God giving us what we do not deserve. So there's no thought of any merit of mine. This is entirely a free gift of righteousness to a guilty and totally helpless sinner. Then chapter 5 tells me the basis upon which this free gift can be given. It says, When we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commends his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood. I want you to notice that. Justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. That's his resurrection life, of course. In these verses we've just read, they tell us that the basis of justification then is the death of Christ and specifically the blood sacrifice of Christ. I say it reverently, it's not God turning a blind eye to our sins. No, absolutely not. It is that someone else has paid the debt I owed. Someone else has taken the judgment that belonged to me. Someone else has exhausted the penalty that should have been mine. And that someone is none other than God's own Son, my beloved Saviour, Lord and friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. The verses we've just read tell us what we are by nature, without strength and ungodly. That is, we are ungodly, so unlike God, naturally speaking, and unable to help ourselves, without strength, in other words. It tells us we're sinners. That is, we've missed the mark. We've come short fallen short of the glory of God. We are enemies. We are opposed to and opponents of God. That's our natural condition. However, in these verses, there is one of those, but God. But God commends his love toward us. So here we are, with all our contrary conditions of helplessness, ungodliness, sinfulness and enmity, but God commends his love toward us 
and Christ died for us and shed his precious blood to pay the ransom price. If that is the case, you may ask, how can this righteousness be received and become my own personal possession? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I want to tell you exactly how you can receive the greatest possession it's possible to possess. If we had read the next verse, which is actually chapter 5 and verse 1, it tells me exactly how I can be reconciled to God and how his righteousness can become my very own. It says this, Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, to recap, Righteousness, the righteousness of God, is freely available to you and me because of the grace of God, because of his gift, if we're willing to receive it, because of the blood of Christ, the debt has been discharged, and because of my faith. That means by simply and humbly taking God at his word, and appropriating what he has said about me and my sinful state and the provision of salvation in Christ alone. So what said our verse as we began? We, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered because of our offences and was raised again because of our justification. You see, his resurrection is proof positive that God has fully accepted the sacrifice of Christ on account of my sin, and specifically on account of the sins of those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Sin itself and my sins. So on this Easter day, we remember particularly a Saviour who died and rose again, and his resurrection, as well as it being God vindicating his Son because of what he had accomplished in his death, It is also, in this context, my guarantee that those offences of mine against God have been fully dealt with and I have peace with God. So, as I've said, the next verse goes on to say, Therefore, in view of all those things, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful saviour we have. And we praise God that not only did he die for my sins, but on the third day he rose again, victorious. And I'm, my debt has been paid, my judgment has been removed, and my prospect is to be forever with my Lord when he comes again to take his people to be forever with him. God bless his word to you today.